Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Patriots, to our Convention of States podcast, that provident article. It's a reference given to Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution by James Madison back in 1796. This podcast series is a weekly discussion concerning the fifth article of the U.S. Constitution, the amending provision, with a general view on the phrase, Convention for Proposing Amendments, and specific focus on the Convention of States project. For more information regarding the Convention of States project, please visit www.conventionofstates.com. My name is Paul Hodson, and I've been a volunteer with the Convention of States Project in Texas since early 2014. Our goal is to continually educate ourselves on Article 5, to bring timely information relating to the Convention of States Article 5 movement, and to promote the use of Article 5 to rein in our federal government. And again, a thank you to all of our listeners out there. A reminder that we take phone calls at the end of the of each segment of each episode. Our call-in number, 914-205-5632. A couple of other points of contact. Again, a big reminder, our website, www.conventionofstates.com. My email address where you can reach me. Texas DC for HD58 at gmail.com. That's Texas. D is in district. C is in captain. The number four. H is in house. D is in district. The number five. The number eight at gmail.com. My Twitter handle is at Texas DC for HD58. So the same thing. You can ca- catch us on blogtalkradio.com at www.blogtalkradio.com. Texas DC for HD58. And on iTunes, you can search for that Provident article, just the phrase, that Provident article. Again, all the music that you would hear on intro, outro, provided by the patriotic rock band Madison Rising, big big supporters of the Convention of States Project. We appreciate all their support that they've given us. As always, we're going to begin by reading the pertinent information from Article 5 that applies to the Convention of States. The Congress, on the application of the legislatures of two-thirds of the several states, shall call a convention for proposing amendments which shall be valid to all intents and purposes as part of this Constitution, when ratified by the legislatures of three-fourths of the several states, or by conventions in three-fourths thereof, as the one or the other mode of ratification may be proposed by the Congress." and in particular the Convention of States application, which was introduced in 41 states in the last two years, the legislature of the state fill in the blank, hereby applies to Congress under the provisions of Article 5 of the Constitution of the United States 
for the calling of a convention of the states limited to proposing amendments to the Constitution of the United States that impose fiscal restraints on the federal government, limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and limit the terms of office for its officials and for members of Congress. And hello again, Convention of State supporters, friends, those who are listening in with interest. This is November 7th, our podcast of that Provident article. We are going to begin with the news events of the last week. Let me say something. I've often said on the podcast the last uh, eight, ten weeks, I've had a busy week. That's been true again. We're going to start celebrating that we're very busy at Convention of States and all that's going on. I'll have more to say on that uh, in the coming weeks. For right now, we're going to get to the news. We're going to see why it's it's getting so busy, and then our presentation will also cover some of what's making it so busy across the nation here with the Convention of States. In the news, at the Convention of States website again, you go to the main website, the drop-down about news. There's a news site, and you can look at all these stories. I encourage you to get out there, look up these stories, dig in, have some information ready for your supporters. If your district captain's out there, um, this podcast is especially for you to give you some more information uh, for supporters out there to share with your friends. The Department of Defense spent $43 million on just one gas station in Afghanistan. And this is just another example of abuse where there's no oversight. There's information in that article from members in the Department of Defense who say there's just they've never seen the Department of Defense act in such a manner in which they aren't even uh, owning up to overspending on basically what I believe in the article said should have been about half a million dollars on a gas station in Afghanistan, the, the cost overrun up to $43 million. The next article that from this past week had to do with Professor Rob Nadelson analyzing a current discussion going on regarding the voting rules at a convention. And, and real briefly, some of the discussion has been that we could go ahead and have rules in which there's more of a proportionality or ask for a supermajority, some different ideas on how to handle the rules at a convention. And Professor Nadelson goes into both constitutional and historical arguments. It, it, he lays out in detail, answers four specific questions. He is, of course, the sharpest, sharpest knife in the drawer when it comes to the Article 5 in the Convention of States has done all the research that's available and continues to do research, continues to find original documentation. Just a terrific read, giving you some great insight, some in-depth analysis of why it is unwise to change the rules. It is unwise to present something like that. Next story. A leaked Department of Homeland Security memo revealed that the current administration is already working on at least four different plans to circumvent the amnesty injunction. Now, the courts have ruled an injunction on the plan of the Obama administration to have some type of amnesty given to, uh, we're going to call them illegal aliens here, and yet, even though there's an injunction in place, the administration is going forward and getting ready to implement some type of plan to grant some type of status, legal status, to various types of illegal immigrants. And this just shows that 
they are bold and ready to go forward in violating not just the Constitution, but also a court ruling that they feel they have carte blanche because, in their opinion, and they are probably correct, Congress is not going to stop them. And if the courts can't stop them with an injunction and Congress is unwilling to stop them with some type of action, be it through the power of the purse, through the threat or the actual execution of articles of impeachment, they will go ahead and continue to do what they wish. Another reason to consider an Article 5 convention and, of course, the Convention of States application. A story here about another solar plant, uh, a solar provider, taxpayer-backed solar plant, a big carbon polluter. This one's out in the Mojave Desert in California. don't remember the the, uh, solar plant's name. The big story there is that they use so much natural gas as a supplemental supply of energy that they are a bigger carbon polluter than is actually allowed by regulations. However, because they are a fall under one of those renewable or new resources of energy, they do not they are not a violator of those regulations. So the government again picking winners and losers uh, as has already been proven with Salandra not a good plan for the government to be involved. If somebody in private business wants to invest in something like that, that's a different story because then they have uh, interest in it, in their investment, and they are going to be paying attention to whether it's an actually actually a profitable, profitable business or not. Another big story, of course, last week we discussed not only the overthrow of, of John Boehner and Paul Ryan finally stepping in and the first thing that happened was the agreement to extend our debt limit into March of 2017. But over that weekend, when that was actually signed by the president, our national debt grew $339 billion in one day, and it's one business day. From that Friday, uh, we were at $18.1 trillion in debt, to that next Monday, we were at $18.4 trillion in debt. And we've basically lifted our cap on, on borrowing, and we have unlimited ability to borrow right now. Uh, we're just borrowing against the future. A uh, very, very bad practice economically. It's it's bad enough when you're doing it on a household budget. When you're doing it with a national budget, um, the implications are drastic. Only way to rein that in, obviously Republicans led on that as they, they passed that through. The only way we're going to rein that in is a movement from the people through a convention of the states. Another story, we discussed the EPA last week, several different stories, and this is another one. A pebble mine in Alaska, or it's, I think the place is actually called Pebble Mine, Alaska, permits rejected by the EPA, and that has been shown through documentation that there's uh, definite evidence of collusion between the EPA and some anti-mining groups. Uh, again, a, a, a branch of the government, the regulatory branch, not even given great credence in the Constitution, that's to have the, the Congress is to have significant oversight and full oversight of any type of administrative agency. But as we discussed earlier with the uh, Department of Homeland Security and leaking that memo and the Obama administration ready to uh, circumvent the amnesty injunction, uh, if the Congress isn't going to s- step in the way of the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, they are going to be more and more emboldened to uh, do what they wish and to 
work with organizations with which they are more politically aligned. An article, a, a hypothetical look at the Second Amendment in the year 2017, was written by a Convention of State supporter in Georgia, Paul Gardner. Uh, this is an interesting look at just what could be around the corner in 2017. We are on the cusp of just one vote on the Supreme Court switching much of our protections in the Second Amendment, and uh, Mr. Gardner goes into the ramifications of that could actually be very, very dire. Um, many people believe, and, and I'm one of them, that you may be upset about some other things which go on in our culture, but it is probably the the tenet in our culture at this point that was still very dangerous to touch is our protection of our, our right to carry arms. And that is one in which people, if they are willing to fight back, we're talking about fighting back with firepower, and that would be very, very messy, would not be a peaceful resolution to that. So this is why a convention of states is so important in that the people can get back the power and the and can restore the proper checks and balances on the federal government and the proper checks and balances which are necessary on the judiciary. Okay, some of the big stories and uh, of this week and which we will cover also in our presentation. Mark Levin on Wednesday, and this was after the uh, Tuesday election. Again, we'll, we'll cover this during our presentation, but a national... Association of Gun Rights Supporter, speaking of the Second Amendment, called in during Mark's uh, almost two hours long of the first two hours of his show, uh, support and encouragement for a convention of states. This supporter called in, and he had he sounded like a genuine uh, questioner, but Mark wasn't going to even let him get in too much edgewise, and he was questioning, the, this caller was questioning the security and the integrity of an Article 5 amending convention. That a minute and a half clip or so of audio is posted on the website if you want to listen to that conversation between Mark and the caller. Uh, again, Mark standing up and, and asking the basic questions. How how can this be a runaway? How can it be infiltrated? It, there is no logic behind that reasoning. It is fear. And we, of course, are experiencing nullification of our laws at the federal government left and right. So, uh, there is there is nothing to fear from a convention of states which is actually supported by the Constitution and encouraged by the Constitution. We want to use the Constitution to save the Constitution. And finally, in our news articles, uh, kind of echoing from last week when we discussed the uh, teens in Georgia getting together and encouraging people to be educated on Article 5 and to get involved – this had to do with a, a video, I think it's about 40 seconds long, young people being asked about is the federal government broken and surprising how many are answering that, that yes, they're very concerned about what the federal government is doing, their inability to get work, their inability to be pay off student loans even though they've been promised you know, you can have an education. Well, an education is great, but if you can't pay off those loans, that's not very helpful. So again, some interesting news. We're going to jump to the presentation and – we're going to look this week at the elections of Tuesday, and we're going to take as a springboard what Mark Levin discussed for, for basically the first two hours of his show on Wednesday, and some of the ramifications for us at the Convention of States, what that's meant to us, those who are working it, and what it means we need to get out and do, and what we need to encourage our state leadership, our regional captains, our district captains, some of the things we need to be doing. So, on to slide number one, 
what do Tuesday's election results mean? We've seen and heard and read many different analysis of the election results on Tuesday evening. A lot of us had just ballot measures for, say, constitutional amendments or for referendums. Uh, but there were a few state offices up, such as in Kentucky. Of course, that was the big story, Matt Bev Bevins uh, taking down uh, the Democratic candidate there. And Kentucky now has a Republican governor for the second time in, I can't remember how long it's been. It's been a, a long time, but not just a Republican now. He's, he's a constitutional conservative, and he's accompanied by a, a great lieutenant governor, and, and she has her own great story. Uh, you can hear Mark Levin's entire podcast, and I highly recommend you you take the Mark, the uh, November 4th podcast from this past week. Go out to iTunes or go out to his website at themarklevinshow.com in which he's got his archives. Listen to that for, for two hours. His, the first two hours of the show, he pounds home the Convention of States and just what this means, and, and we're going to draw a lot from that. We're going to reference that uh, in particular in a moment here, but uh, as well as the Kentucky governorship, there are state legislatures, and, and Virginia was one of those, either remain or became strengthened toward constitutional conservatives. And so now is the time to press our advantage. We have the numbers, folks, and it's it's been stated one of the uh, one of the talking points of opposition to Article Five is uh, the first one happens to be they just need to follow the Constitution, and the and the second one we'll hear is we just need to elect better people. Well, we are electing better people. We're electing them at the state level. The people are speaking time and time again in these state elections, and nothing is getting changed. And as Mark Levin says, uh, you're, we're not going to change Washington just doing that. They have got an entrenched bureaucracy, which is to their advantage. We have the advantage of, of we the people here in the states, and now is the best time for us to press our advantage as 2016 approaches quickly. So what are some of the things we can do? We've talked some of the, some of the practicality before over over several podcasts. I want to list some of these, and I'm especially uh, speaking to you who have raised your hand to volunteer or those who have applied for leadership here in the Convention of States Project, those of you who are already district captains, some some specific things to be to be doing. Local candidates are are beginning now to campaign now now campaigning for the. 2016 election begins in earnest. Primaries come up, and it, everyone focuses on the presidential election. There are going to be state races all over the nation, and these candidates are out there. They are going to their local community groups, to their local party meetings, and they are having forums where you can ask them questions. Get them on record concerning Article 5. I think we're going to have some opportunities here very, very shortly at the Convention of States to offer the opportunity not for us to endorse someone, but for us to be able to post a, a candidate or an elected official already who who supports us, and that's that's something that can compel them and maybe interest them is the the number the the amount of exposure they're going to get if they're on a Facebook page, if it's been on Twitter, uh, on somebody's personal Facebook status in which they say, "Hey, look, my my candidate is endorsing the Convention of States project." Uh, a lot of a lot of exposure, and these local candidates are going to love to have that type of exposure. We aren't endorsing them. I believe I'm in a district in where I'm going to have two two candidates, my my current representative and and his primary opponent. I think they're going to end up both being uh, one of those in which in which they both endorse the convention of states. So it's a, it's a win-win in my district. 
this is a big one. The, the next one here on this bullet on slide one, request request a formal meeting with your state legislators concerning Article 5. Um, as I said, the, the campaigns are gearing up. It's It really behooves you to get this done very, very quickly because once campaigns get going, and especially if there's contested races, you're going to have a difficult time getting a formal meeting with a state legislature. And by formal, I mean going to their office and sitting down with them. Uh, now, you may have an opportunity where you go to a coffee shop and meet with them. Uh, we've done that here in Texas with, with some of our state legislators, uh, just a, a more convenient place to meet, especially if there's maybe five or six of us coming to speak with, with a legislator. Uh, but you, as a constituent and, and as a district captain, you are the face of the Convention of States, not just to your supporters, but you're the face of the Convention of States to your state legislator. It, it behooves you to have some interaction with with him or her, and with his staff, his or her staff. And another thing, get involved in your local political party in some manner. And uh, the big clip that was played from Mark Levin's show on on uh, November 4th is the one from the, the caller, the uh, National Association of Gun Rights caller. That's posted on the Convention of, Sites of, of States website. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, and add a clip here about a minute and a half long, it's, I believe it, it's Richard from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and he's going to speak to this issue as well. Richard Raleigh, North Carolina, the great WGMD. Go. Yes, sir. One way to further the convention of the states is to have constitutionalists get involved in their local precincts as a precinct chair for eight years, but get involved in your local precinct, introduce the plank, explain convention of the states to people, because most people you say it, it looks like you've grown a second head, but you explain it's a practical, pragmatic, common-sense solution. They go, wait a minute, that works. And push them in, push them from the precinct level to your county level, and a small band of people at a county convention can make a huge difference. I've seen it. Push it from the county to the state, the state to national. And if it doesn't take that big a group of people, a small, determined group of constitutionalists, Move into your local precinct, get involved, make it happen. We're about to lose the country. People need to get off their cans and on their feet. And these uh, conservatives need to get their act together and need to understand that, no, this isn't something to fear. This is as constitutional as every other part of the Constitution, and it is the only way out. And I, I want to salute you. I'm going to send you a signed copy of Plunder and Deceit. Don't hang up. And he's exactly right. You'd be amazed at how a relative handful of individuals at the local county level can have a huge influence on the process. Truly. So, some great insight there from that caller, Richard from Raleigh, North Carolina, a Convention of States volunteer, probably a district captain, also someone who's been involved in local politics. Let me tell you, the typically what happens, you'll have a primary election and there is at that point, the parties have their the, what's called the precinct convention. The precinct's the the lowest level, uh, the lowest locality that you have for uh, for elected office. The precincts then go up either to counties or uh, or perhaps senate districts or parishes or however your your state is formed. Uh, there so there's several layers of the convention process all the way up to the state convention. We went through this process. Um, Last year, 2014, here in Texas, uh, most of us had never gone through this before. We didn't really know what we were doing. We scrambled, and yet we found there was so much support 
for getting a plank onto the party platform for the Republican Party, um, and it, it stirred up so much interest, um, and it is quite easy to get involved. You will find a lot of these precincts don't have a precinct chairman. And if you're ready to just fill in and show up uh, a warm body, the the party will love you. So if you are are willing, if that's something that you believe you can do without violating uh, your conscience for whatever reason, especially to push this particular issue, this is nuts and bolts of what we are trying to do. We are trying to convince politicians who are members of political parties to support our legislation. And when we start to think of it in those very, very raw, uh, cold terms in some aspects, we begin to see the the wisdom of working within the political system, uh, as long as you can stomach it, to work to get our resolution approved. And it makes sense. that It's a win for these folks. They, As soon as you explain to them, as, as Richard said, you explain to people at the local level, you explain to your county chairs, to your other precinct chairs, what this means. Uh, you'll be surprised at the light bulbs that go on over people's head when they have it explained and especially when they are viewing what's going on in the nation. Last thing here on slide one before we, we end the presentation today is to help us manage our growth, and I say that because uh, Mark Levin pushed that on uh, November 4th. Uh, let me tell you a little bit my, about my week. Uh, I went on November – I have some other things to tell you, but I'm going to get to that uh, at next week probably – um, November 3rd was election day. I, I work as an election judge. One of the things you can do as a as a precinct chair is you, you get opportunity perhaps to work as an election judge in your precinct as well, which one of the things I actually enjoy doing and have done before I, I got more politically involved in, in just about anything else. Uh, it was a very busy day, but I didn't get to hear the Levin show that night, and I typically get behind and only listen to the podcast. So Wednesday, besides being exhausted from the election, uh, during the middle of the day, I, I log in to the Nation Builder uh, tool to follow up here in Texas, where we have been averaging somewhere between four and 500 uh, new supporters a week since Mark Levin began running, running his ads. And uh, I suddenly saw that we had uh, – 1,300 people out there, and, and for the districts that I was looking at to concentrate on, uh, it was overwhelming how many people that I suddenly had to follow up, and I, I texted some of the state leadership to, hey, what's going on? Uh, why why are our numbers really peaking and, and gone out of control? And they, they let me know and, and uh, that uh, Levin had already spoken some on Tuesday, and then, of course, Wednesday evening uh, when his show was on, and the the two hours straight of pushing the convention of states, and we we are just seeing astronomical growth here. The outworking of that is some uh, reanalyzing our our leadership, not because we are uh, concerned. We we actually have to add people because we are growing too fast for us to be able to manage it with the the level of effort that we've been putting forth. So some encouragement to you folks who have been considering leadership positions to put yourself out there. Um, for a lot of us, this is way outside our comfort zone of things we've ever done. Uh, you would ask me eight years ago when I knocked on doors for a county commissioner that I'd be in the position I am today. I would have uh, thought that you were crazy, and I may still think you're crazy. But uh, that the, the nature of where our nation is at and the nature of the viability of this solution, but the timeliness with which we need to get this done – demands that you consider 
uh, putting yourself out there. This is going to be a big push 2016 and into 2017, and the time is now to get this done. The attribution is really, I just want to reference the, uh, the Mark Levin show from um, November 4th, and that podcast excerpt, again, you can get that off of iTunes, and we're going to go ahead and get ready to open up the phone lines. And our phone number, our guest call in line, 914-205-5632, 914-205-5632. If no one's calling in, I will vamp here for, for a few moments, and then we will close out the show. All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, vamp here, uh, and then we will close out. I've got no callers. Um, very, very busy week for me. Um, I will follow up next week as to exactly what's going on here in Texas and then a little more nationwide. I encourage you, once again, get out. If you're a district captain, start attending events. Start attending party events. You will have opportunity to meet with uh, meet with your – not just your constituents and followers, but, but meet with your state legislators to meet with your other state office holders, uh, your party office holders locally. You'll get opportunities for access that uh, you won't get just by sending emails or making phone calls. Okay, for now, we're going we're gonna to finish up with Madison Rising and America the Beautiful. And that will do it for another episode of That Provident Article. We want to, again, give a thank you to Madison Rising. Go visit their website at www.madisonrising.com. I especially want to, again, send you to www.conventionofstates.com. If you haven't volunteered, if you haven't signed a petition, become a supporter, please go out there and do so. Get involved with your state legislatures. Get involved with your state team in whatever state you're in. And, again, a big thank you to the Texas Convention of States team. Thank you to all the listeners here. We appreciate it. And we'll listen to Madison Rising and America the Beautiful. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.